Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, this is Erica Ramirez, senior editor at Billboard. And today I have Josen Cummings and Taj Rani here with me. I'm going to let them tell you what they do. Josen, you go first. I am a writer. I have a personal blog called untilIGetMarried.com, but I write about music. Um, most recently, I wrote about the Chappelle and the Roots show for, <laughs> for Billboard. Bill, for, for Billboard. <laughs> for um, but no, I've been writing about music and pop culture for the past 10 years. So You also write about relationships. And I also and write about relationships. Yes. Yes. I'm the dating reporter for the New York Post. So I kind of have my feet entrenched in that yes. space. And Taj, this is your second time on the podcast. Yes. With a different title. Podcast Cherry has been popped as of last time. <laughs> Calm um, down. So. <laughs> Calm down. Um, I'm here as the associate editor of BET.com's music, lifestyle, and entertainment sections. That is a hefty title. It if is you're an associate editor for three different sections, I feel like that. You should just round that up. I, I am. Come so on, BET. the associate editor of BET.com. You know what? Perfect time to just get into it and talk about um, one of the main topics for today, which is Robin Thicke. Josen reached out to me and said that he really wanted to talk about Robin That's Thicke. All why would you do that? Do why, would you, why would you break down the fourth wall and tell people how this show want, came together? Because I, I won't to, be saying anything about Robin Thicke. I want to know, Josen, why, why is Robin Thicke something that you wanted to talk about? I think... Uh, it, for me, what this album represents is um, something that we don't get a lot of in music, which is emotional honesty and being kind of like not not just bearing your soul. Like a lot of R&B artists, like go ahead and sing songs on how they feel, but they don't ever put that those feelings in context. And so, what I see Robin doing with this Paula album is just putting it all on the table. Now, his motives may be both superficial publicity and it could be a it very well could be a publicity stunt, um, or it could just be a mechanism that he's using to sell the album and to make the album appealing. But um, what I don't like is the 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 he can get these jokes. He can get all the tweets that basically tear him down, but I don't think that we should be encouraging artists not to be as open as he's been 
with this. You know, and one, one reason why I've always respected Robin Thicke as an artist is that he's kind of done this before, just in happier times. He puts his girl, he put, he put his wife in music videos. One of the few artists to do that. He acted like he was married. He, um, and and when he didn't, he wrote songs about not uh, about messing up. So, you know, I just think that that's something that. We're not. We don't want to give credit for it because it's easier to tear a man down or somebody down. No. Okay. 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 I feel like Tosh had something to say. Sorry, I said I wasn't going <laughs> to say anything about She's not it, even but I had to say something about it. So for me, I've never really felt like Robin Thicke was a completely genuine artist, and that's just my personal opinion. Um, what do you mean, as in what he sings about, or as, just, a, as a person? He's, so I always love to see growth in artists. I just feel like he's changed so much like album to album you kind of feel like there's always something a little different and and to me it's not growth it's just him being fake that's just always how I felt I've never I've never been able to connect with him no matter how good the music is and I think he has amazing music but there's just always been something about him that's made it difficult for me as a woman to connect like he's making all this lovey-dovey music and it's always just made me a little uncomfortable so So him as a as an artist or as a person? As an artist. I like, I love the long hair, Jesus looking thick on a bike running through New York City thick. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the yeah, then, it, yeah, the very, very first album. But um, with Paula, I think it's okay for you to apologize to your wife, but I think it's been done in public so much. It's, it's turned into sort of a sad situation, almost like he doesn't have anybody around him to talk to about his problems. Like, why are you groveling in public all the time? Like, just how that's his way to heal, I feel like it's not being considerate of Paula and letting her heal in the way she needs to. Like, no matter how quiet she's been, no matter how private she's been, he's putting it all on Front Street. During a BT Awards performance, he ended it with a picture of the two of them on the screen behind him. Yeah, like the single artwork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've, 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 been, I've been saying this. Even if Robin Thicke is at fault for the demise of his relationship or the separation that um, they're currently involved in, he does have a right to grieve the way that he wants to grieve. Yes, artists, but, but artists, I am very pro artists using their music. To, yeah, and yeah, he's allowed to. He's allowed life. to do that. I feel like because Paula Patton's a public figure, also, it makes it a little bit different. It makes it a little bit different. Sure, but it makes it different in ways that I don't think people are looking at, which is that why wouldn't she want – why wouldn't she, um, as somebody who is famous and is in the business of keeping her name relevant, what? why wouldn't she necessarily be open to the idea of an album being made in her name, an album being – her being the focus? I guess it I would mean, be how, all their business. It and would that, be how personal he actually – Because, like, that music video with those texts, whether they're real or fake, it was a little deep. Those are all auto texts. Like those are I'm like, saying, those I'm saying like be it real or no, but like be it real or fake. Like, you know, you watch a video and one of them is like, you know, you drink too much. Like that's kinda that's a personal thing. And I I think that, you know, we're watching him try to but get his woman back, but he's also I think fighting some of his own demons on it that have nothing to do with her. Personal opinion. Right. I, just I totally feel like I it's totally a lot. agree with that. But he's been open and honest in the past when people when not as many people cared about him. Um, before blurred lines about all sorts of things, addiction problems and stuff like that. Like that's that's been an ongoing theme, if not in his music, in his story that he's put out publicly. So I just think that once again, people aren't. Uh, a lot of people that are jumping onto this as a topic have. This is his seventh album, 
and they haven't been paying close attention. You've obviously paid attention because everything you said about him as an artist, I I kind of agree with. But um, it, it's it's one of those things where he has talked about his relationship on in so many different ways that I, this doesn't surprise me at all. This isn't shocking, and people who know his music should have expected this, no matter how misguided it is. I just don't feel good about it, but that's, that's it. <laughs> it just makes me feel a little uncomfortable. Like, I'm, I'm, Cause yeah. you're, it's TMI for you. It's just, it's a lot. And, and it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's sort of like an emotional overload. Like you had the best year of your whole career last year and then you started to fall from grace. And then it's like, this is, but that's real. That's a cautionary tale, is it not? Yeah, no, I think true. that I think what makes me annoyed by it is I wish he would have just put out the album, not said anything, and been like, "Here's the story." I think the public campaign that came before the album is what makes people a little hesitant to even listen to mm-hmm. the album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like there's five songs I really like on the album, and one of the songs is where he pretty much tells the story or mm-hmm. the most important story, mm-hmm. the Black Tar Cloud, where he talks about whoever if it is paula taking pills but jokingly like not really she just wanted his attention and him you know them fighting and all this it's a lot in one song Mm -hmm. but i think that it is embarrassing to paula Patton. i think robin thinks he could get away with it because it shows more negative side of him not necessarily her he's gotten away with everything else up until that point so i mean of Of course course, what do you mean of what of like actual personal <laughs> actions or that public yeah, I campaign? Mean, all, all the nonsense that, oh, that, that came before it's sort of like you embarrassed her more than once before she cut you loose okay. or we knew she cut you loose like like the photos of him partying and all those photos of him partying with women that weren't paula but i mean you know, whatever <laughs> they were not, they were not <laughs> um just i know you listened to the album what are some songs that kind of stick out to you oh, from man, paula? i can't really I didn't. I didn't get the. I I did listen to the album. I didn't study the album though, so I mean, it, I I hate saying this, but my my favorite song really is "Get Her Back." That to me embodies like Robin Thicke's thing. Like that like groove is kind you know, of like, like what he does, and the the the. the you're bringing up a, a the, good point. Hold on, Taj. <laughs> wait, what? What's I think I wonder if it's it's a. Do men feel differently about this album than women do? I I I haven't noticed that. I mean, I'm not my boys and I don't really discuss R&B albums at length. Um, but well, maybe but <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe that'll help in uh, us. If you talk about Drake, it. you can talk about other R&B <laughs> yes, artists, please. But um, you know, thus far, at least according to my timeline on Twitter, the the men don't seem to be buying into this or defending him either and I've seen him call him a simp multiple yeah, times he, he's been <laughs> called and he's been called a simp, a, 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 a simp multiple times and I think that this is again not to think that Twitter is any way an accurate reflection of real feelings or um, anything like that once again the, the, the man was with her for 20 years that's his high school sweetheart and that's his wife now most guys that I see on my timeline talking about it aren't even married and and can't even tell you what it's like to lose somebody of that significance so that being said um it just seems to me like a lot of you know throwing uh, just i'm not afraid to everybody who knows me knows that i'm not afraid to talk about like 
having a broken heart or going through it or whatever. Um, but you know, something like the, I, I was into it because I was into the story. Um, and I'll always give Robin Thicke's new albums one listen at least because I'm, I at least have that much respect for his music, but no, it didn't grab me in the way that most albums by artists, by men, especially like like a Drake, who appeals to me um, because he isn't afraid to share his feelings. Um, it, this album didn't do that for me. And part of it is just, it, it seems remarkably inconsistent. Everybody knows that it, that it was rushed, and it sounds rushed. It does sound rushed. It, Some it, songs are it, very corny. Very sound and Very corny, yeah. The sound is right. just not... Yeah, there's one song called, like, Tippy Toes that is... <sighs> The um, scratch the back. Right. What's the song about leaving scratches on your back? I don't know. Well, I'm that like I'm not looking at the from Robin Thicke, track but. list, and yeah, it's just nothing grabbed oh. me. There was nothing there that was like. You guys are making me feel so bad. I'm gonna give it a strong I think that, listen later. Strong. I think one thing that Taj and I brought up that is important is Paula Patton probably feeling embarrassed of it all, and. Knowing that you have written about your relationships, mm -hmm. have you ever been hesitant or afterwards regret writing about it, thinking, oh, I'm going to embarrass her, or make her feel some sort of way because I put our relationship out there? No, um, because I, I've i always said that, you know, and this is very selfish of me, but for, who cares, um, that, 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 Women that in, in talking about them, I, I'm telling my story. They're a part of it. I'm not telling their story. I don't want to give their side. I think that that's something that it would be interesting to talk to Robin about that in terms of how do you keep it on your side without – because there is a way to do it. It's not impossible to talk about your relationship without putting all of your girl or your ex-girl's business on front street it's a it's a very thin line and you have to be very careful with it but when you talk about your relationship you want to make sure that you're keeping everything on your side because and, and whatever they want to do with it they can't they have their own story yeah they have their own story and you have to be careful that you're not telling their story that you're not speaking on them on uh you're not speaking for them on their behalf even when i write about my girlfriend uh, my my current relationship, which I'm very open about, I'm not trying to um, speak for her ever. I'm always trying to speak for myself and talk about my experience with that. I think that Robin does, you know, those text messages are a good example of, you know, they're very ambiguous the way they're laid out in the video. You don't know who is the sender of either one. And there is some weird shade being thrown there right the 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 drinking it's all questionable the 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 drinking <laughs> the drinking text and yeah. it, that that's something like well who sent that or who who is supposed to have sent that so you have to be careful in uh, when it when it comes to certain things like that um but to your original question about just the album grabbing me because this is a man pouring his heart out in order to do that successfully, the music still has to be good. You can't, and and the music on this album just isn't as strong as. I didn't like Blurred Lines either, so you know. right. We made you feel bad to the point where you're actually going to listen to Paula. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to listen to it, but I was really going to give it the once over, like I gave his last album, because it just wasn't. It was just too much. Like the last album had too much hype around it and blurred lines, yada yada yada. It's great. Finally, ten years into your career, you got that. But this, I'm just kind of like, I was going to listen anyway because I like R&B, but now I feel like it's kind of a pitiful situation. So I really do want to hear his side. I just listened to some of the stuff Jose just said. So I'm gonna listen. I um still have my strong feelings, and they may or may not change. They probably won't, but <laughs> um. I'm going to give it a strong listen. His performance on Sunday was good, so beautiful set. So overall, is it desperate or endearing of Robin Thicke to do all of this? Mm. Can you say desperate endearing? Can you like combine those words? <laughs> I think conceptually it's endearing. I think that the way he's gone about it is extremely desperate. Like The pre-album campaign is you just extremely don't. desperate. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. No matter how much you need that coin, you need to slow down and someone needs to be advising you because it doesn't look like anybody is. It's a very good point. Sort of like how Rihanna like dropped Unapologetic and was like, here, take this album. Like I'm doing it just because that I is, said. Yeah. He's just like, I was just in the album for four weeks straight and I have this product. Let's just push it out. And someone was like, yeah, cool. Probably that might work. But it's like nobody. I don't nobody know. Really Something about holding the album because it came and then putting it out and just having it speak for itself for some so reason only, makes it more personal. only a year pack yeah no not not totally agree with that like i like, think that if he would have done that it would have felt more personal and to me that translates as genuine because i don't doubt that he's actually working on they have a kid together there there's dynamics in place that make it so that they can't not have any communication they're probably talking he's probably trying to do he something said this morning that they have not had communication in four months. Right, that's what he oh, said. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and that, like, he'll still do dinner with some of her family, and she'll do dinner with some of his, but they have not seen each other since his birthday. It's been four months, and he said that the alcohol helps him get through it. Mm. That mm. happened. But, yeah, he, I mean, you're, no, you're, but, but he, should, he, should, he should have, Erica, to your point, he should have waited. It just, it, you know, I, especially if this album isn't about personal. getting her back so much as it's about getting his feelings about this situation on record. And purging himself of his guilt. Yeah, you should. You, yeah, and purging himself and uh, an emotional cleanse, whatever. Wait on it, dog. For all that, he could have just named rush. it Robin if it's not uh, really about her and it's about you and your wow. feelings. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's no shade. I'm just that saying. Thing, no, I think he's... Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I think he... Uh, yeah. So on to another uh, man that's put out an album this week, Trey Songs, which Taj is a huge fan of. And we both spoke to a couple weeks back on the podcast. 
Um, have you guys, I know Tasha has, so I'm going to start with Joven. <laughs> Joven, have you listened to his album, I, I gave it a listen this morning all the way through. What do you uh, think? And I was very impressed with it. I think that it's his best album since the Anticipation mixtape. Absolutely. You As, are just... Uh, <laughs> you know, but that's not to say, he hasn't made a good album since the Anticipation mixtape. So uh, okay, I know so, you will. I know you. So no, nah, I'm I'm to- but I'm totally into. Uh, well, what was the album he came out? Uh, fi- fi- it was Anticipation. Then Ready happened. Ready was the one that like kind of broke him. Ready, Ready was dope. Yeah, yeah. Ready, Ready was, uh, was successful with Drake um, on it. Successful with Drake was on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Say I was on that. Yeah. Okay, so the question yes. for you, since you are very familiar. A trailologist. I feel like you wrote his Wikipedia page (laughs) or edited. Um, Evolution wise, from his past work to this album. I think that with this current album, it's the closest, as far as having a cohesive project that's been official, I think it's the closest to Trey Day, which was his sophomore album. Um, I think it's the best production that he's had since then. I think everything in between sort of had, you know, hollow sounds or it was just overlooked. Like, um, he had Passion, Pain, Pleasure out in 2010, and great vocals, but nobody really seemed to connect with it. He had great songs, like a great tour and everything, but um, like Josephine was saying, since Anticipation, the mixtape before Ready, we haven't really heard him give music that you kind of feel like everybody relates to. He's sort of been making music for the ladies and stuff. I think that this one was a narrative from a male's perspective, but women can really, like, get into it, and they sort of feel it more than they've been able to feel other, other things, and... um. I mean, he looks great. He sounds great. You can tell he's sort of upgrading all like aspects yeah. of things. I like going how he on. added, "He looks great." I mean, whatever. I mean, it's just part of the game. <laughs> well, you know? to, to to our earlier conversation you know, about that. Well, to uh, about our other guy, he looks awful. Like so awful that <laughs> Robin Thicke. I mean, like he looks so bad that you actually, I, dang, he doesn't it look good. It goes with the but, story. It yeah, goes it does. It goes story, with then. the story. But um, yeah. Now, Trey, and what do you all think about? I mean, Trey is so interesting to. Uh, has been for quite some time in a weird way as an artist because the one thing that this album did remind me of and it's not to say that he um hasn't been singing or anything like that but the man can really really blow like he can really sing and um i think that in some ways he intended for this album to be to remind people of that in a way that he probably didn't care to remind people before um I sat down with him out at the BET Awards, actually, and he said that he feels this is his best project in a really, really long time. He said he thinks this is his best album that he's done, and I think that he just sort of went into the studio and let it rip, really. Stayed off mixtapes and didn't do too many of those trigger mixes, which for me I always enjoyed, but Um, I I mean, I I felt like he was focused on this album. I feel like he was <laughs> sorry. It's just about the trigger mixes. It just always kind of bothers me when singers, rap and rappers sing like Drake. It's just I always felt but like he they was good to at it. For a second, but he, he was really good at I it. I don't think that that will stop. Trace, Trace songs. Well, Trace, Trey was a rapper before they knew he could sing, and then they were like, "Do that." So that's why. But um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I like this album the most out of everything, I top to bottom. A listen, like if you can listen to an album front to back and not have the urge to really skip through half the stuff especially when it's this long right i think it says a lot so here's the thing is when maybe in this maybe trigger is the album for you taj what album what was the last album that you liked 
the entire thing, where you could listen to the entire thing and actually enjoy the of, entire of thing. his or someone else. No, in in general, Justin Timberlake 2020 experience first first part. I still play it. Then probably like Beyonce, and then I did Pharrell's for like a week or two, and then I realized that some of it wasn't for me. So, but yeah, I'd so say Justin. Justin. What about you, Justin? Pharrell? I'm looking back on my um, Spotify playlist, but Pharrell definitely was one that I could play straight through. Uh, Beyonce's album definitely can play straight through. And um, I'm trying to think of like a real hip-hop album if I've had that this year. think really, really hard. But if I have to think about it that hard, then that's probably saying a lot. Right. You know, yeah, I can't really say that there was something there that was really grabbing me. Um, in terms of a pure hip-hop album or something like that, unless we want to go farther back and say Kendrick, but I'm tired of saying Kendrick's name. Well, so. we, do you need to go far, that far back when Drake's album came out? Yes. I didn't, I, I mean, nothing was the same grew on me, but I wasn't, I, I still don't play that straight through. I play after the fifth track on that album. That's when I get into it. I don't play did like my, I, I, oh, I did like Mariah Carey's album. I mean, I got a week. I did not enjoy Mariah Carey's album. I haven't listened to it yet because she made me uncomfortable also. Sorry, guys. I'm a visual person. So, like, if I'm uncomfortable with, like, what's going on, I I just can't. As far as their, like... Just, like, if I feel like your packaging's kind of weird or you look crazy on television performing, like, I'm not listening. I don't feel like investing that time because I feel like you haven't invested the time to do your job. All of their marketing factors comes into play when you are looking forward to Yeah, it all has to connect, like... Justin Timberlake, if he was walking around wearing jeans and tees with 2020 experience, I would struggle trying to, like, get through it. Um, Mariah Carey was on the Today Show and forgetting words of her own song, and it was just like, Mimi, we love you. So I did listen to, like, all her, like, older material. I will say I, that um, – I didn't – I haven't gotten into the um, elusive. Oh, say, say, say Gemini and Baz or Boss. Boss. Do you say Boss? Yeah, sorry, boss. Uh, but no, that's a that's a good project. And Sage of Gemini, I found myself like letting that like just run straight through a couple of times. I just want to say that Mariah Carey's vines of her on the train made me like her even more. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. That didn't make me listen to her album more than what I w- was listening no, to. No, I think but cool. I, I think that yes. she's coming to a point where she wants to be humanized a little bit, but it's too late for that, Mariah. Yeah too late for that it is but yeah just as far as um trey's album his look being cohesive like he really took time on this the artwork around it if you see like the social media campaigns and everything like everything sort of goes in line and you can tell that him and his team have invested a lot of time and a lot of thought into what's going on and like i, I respect that too like it's it's he's come a long long way what are you listening no, oh, you guys know that I'm just listening to Sam Smith. But that's not even answer that question. Actually, <laughs> that, that was the last album I listened to. The top album to that I'm still listening to from top I'm not to bottom. I'm not on that ship yet. I had to. I'm not on that boat. You will not be on the podcast anytime <laughs> soon after like, this. Oh, I am so sorry. She was on it. My coworker was like, "You gotta listen," and I was like, "All right," and like I listened, but it put me in my feelings. So like I have to just watch the time of day I wa- listen to it. I can't do it on the way to I work. I was watching when I was watching the BET Awards. Um, our friend Damien. Um, text me and said, "Sam, this show could use some Sam Smith." Yeah. <laughs> and I, was I like, wish she oh. was there. Yeah, it would have um, been good. Speaking of the BT Awards, yes. um, yeah. the one thing 
I um, walked away really enjoying was Nicki Minaj's speech, which people are still talking about, which I still see gifts of and I enjoy. Um, What did you guys think of the speech? Before and after, people assumed that it was about Iggy Azalea, and she cleared that up today. I'm sorry. I I loved it. What did you think, Tosh? I was really uncomfortable. I think that <laughs> a lot of things make you uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this like, is. I this was totally. Is good. I was. I was cool with everything. So were you in the in the back? Um, I was wow. in a trailer on the roof of some building during the whole show, watching it. Um, and I think that the whole first part of the speech, you know, her saying, you know, "If Nicki Minaj raps it, Nicki Minaj wrote it." No, 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 Shay. Like, all that's cute. Keep, keep doing right. that. Until. <laughs> the whole podcast. Until it goes left. She should have talked that way. And that podcast. way the entire podcast. Like, until you go left and you're talking about you almost died last week and didn't want to call TMZ. Like, I feel like people are totally ignoring that. And it sort of concerned me a little bit. Because that's what made me uncomfortable. You throwing shade at. That did make me uncomfortable. You, I was kind of like, yo, why? You went from not wanting to harm yourself. So TMZ, because, or or you you went from not, like, wanting to seek help and wanting to be by yourself for your own issues because you didn't want TMZ covering it to then just announcing that you had issues to the world. Yeah. So, it, to me, that was, like, uh, that was really awkward. I did like her going at Iggy, though. I think that that's, it is. No, no, that, that, is, that is Suge Knight at the Source Awards. That is, that is, vanilla, that is vanilla Ice. That is Vanilla Ice going at MC Hammer that, that one time at the American at the Music Source Awards. Awards. Don't was, quote me on that, but I think that happened. You're I mean, off. it's this, this great. Is being recorded, so. It's great to see that kind of honesty. Just call it what it is. The other thing I think is that Nikki, I got to give Nikki props. She could have been over this award that she has won five times, right? But it is the only space in which her abilities actually gets recognized in an honest way. And I think that's one of the reasons why she came at Iggy. Like, yo, like we we have – you have like the Grammys. Is- you have all of that stuff, and you will have all of that stuff, whatever. But you're in my house. The BET Awards is where I run uh, I run the show, and I get this award because I write my rhymes, and nobody is trying to manufacture me. So I can really respect the fact that she still respects the award, I, and 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 that can't be that can't be ignored. I, we were my coworkers and I we were talking about that and how we love to see Nicki come and like Wayne come, and we're sort of disappointed to not see Drake anywhere in the house. Um, but I think that. Uh, Jozen is correct. I think that's the one place Nikki can really like talk her stuff. Well, I think because she, you guys she, also give her a platform that maybe others, don't. other award shows do not. That's true. But I think I, I, I think she's the dopest, and um, I don't think she's just a great female rapper. I think she's a great rapper, and um, I don't feel like she really gets props from her counterparts enough. Sorry, I'm still stuck on Kendrick's control verse and how you want to talk about King of New York and Nicki Minaj wasn't mentioned, and it, it I. It causes yeah. me to gag every so often. And people are like, why would you want Nicki mentioned? And I'm like, because those other rappers that he was talking about, I mean, they do stuff. But, like, you know, you can't see her. That's why she came back with looking. And I don't think the Iggy, the Iggy diss is really that personal. Look at the vine where she's dancing to Fancy. Right. Wow. I, 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 I love that. She just had to wake other people up. You know what I'm saying? Iggy, do you? I think that's what she was saying. But, but don't get it twisted. But don't get it twisted. And other people need to know that what I do, mm-hmm. like, I have to work for this award. Right. Well, last year, um, 
this driver named Ransom said that he wrote Nicki Minaj's or wrote some of Nicki Minaj's raps. I remember he's that. He's not spitting them Ran who? Um, <laughs> he's not spitting them though. Again. So I, I mean, I don't know if it was an Iggy Azalea diss. I think it came at a weird time. Oh, it was right after I see what you're saying there. I'm just saying that. Um, I, it was I, a I message was, to everybody, right. not just Iggy. I don't think it That's was. Sorry, I forgot about that. I don't think it was too. If it was too Iggy, I don't think it was only too Iggy. I don't think it was really too Iggy at all. But um, I feel like that was a message for more than just one because person. yeah because more than one person has said that she doesn't write her rhymes and that's a common thing that you hear with women in hip-hop that the man the 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 head honcho in the crew is the one writing the rhymes you've been hearing about that as far back as um little kim so uh that is as much time as we have today I just want to. No. I just want to finish That's this so episode fun, by though. saying that please don't ever compare that to Suge Knight at the Source Awards because that is Suge Knight. You knew who Suge Knight yeah. was talking to at the Source Awards. <laughs> you knew what was going on. We, uh, um, this was this is not the case. But you know. <laughs> um, so Sorry. thank you to both of you for coming through and um, no problem. Thank you for having. I'm sure you guys me will be back on. Us. Maybe not Josen because he hasn't heard the Sam Smith album. But I have. I'm just not on board with it. <laughs> Which probably so. makes it worse. <laughs> but thank you guys for coming by. <laughs> Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.